Welcome to the Casuals Podcast, part of Tempia Seniors Network. Um, Nal is somewhere coaching baseball right now, so Dimmy has valiantly come in to talk basketball with me. Um, and I'm just going to be honest with you. I was very deep into football in Miami Dolphins season. So the basketball I've watched has been through YouTube, has been through highlights, and that's probably part of the NBA's problem, and Adam Silver is really mad at that. Mm-hmm. But now... I'm a real basketball person now. It's good to see you. Yeah. I'm a real basketball person. I watch full games now. Full games? I've, full I've, games. I've never seen a full game this entire season, I would say. Wait, we went to a game. Uh, that is yeah, true. Yeah, we went to a game. You were otherwise occupied during the time. Yeah, that is true. I wasn't really paying attention no, that no, often. No, no, no. There was a, a vegan TikToker. Oh, you can't name yes, drop I that can. shit. Why? She's not going <laughs> to listen to this. What is she going to do? What if I want to post this on my story and, she, and someone clicks on this shit, man? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, she's still on your thing? Is she on your friends list? Just yeah, hide. yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be... I'm oh, not going to take didn't... her off the friends list. Yeah, okay. All right, cool. Of course, she, man. I, has she reached out? Has she said that she's... No, no. It was an amicable... Show? It was an amicable... Um... Don't worry. I'm going to cut all this part. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't reached out, no. <laughs> does, does she look like she's happy? Does she look like she she's She looks like she's living her best life. I'm happy for her. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, she's, she's a lovely person. Good for her. Yeah. Do you think she went to Sweaty Betty's recently? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Let's get back to basketball. So, yes, Dimmy has watched one full game this year. But you keep, you keep up with it, check and box I do. scores. Like, I'll wake up like every YouTube. morning. Yeah, yeah. I'll, see, I'll, I'll see the top 10 for sure. It's part of my daily routine. I'll, uh, anytime Bill Simmons or uh, Rasil speak, you know, have a podcast, listen to that. Um, anytime I get like a catchy little headline on youtube i click on that video so i'm up to date with like what's going on and stuff i'll try and see who's who's trying to make a surge one of the most interesting teams like like me like sometimes i'd see the scores and someone would score like an insane amount of points and be like holy shit like how did that happen like when donovan mitchell scored 71 yeah i was like no the nba is broken someone fixed the defense what's happening like what's this product a couple see a couple things on that one when someone scores a, a shithouse number of points i'll be like oh malik monk is is that guy now like okay <laughs> like what, you think what his whole life a, has yeah, changed yeah. and he's like is he is he top top 10 yeah top <laughs> when did he get these uh these 2k points <laughs> how much yeah. money is he spending yeah. on these yeah and then on the other hand specifically on the donovan mitchell 71 point game it was 71 points he scored right yeah, yeah. that's how i found out how biased i am about players i like like kobe bryant right yeah. so the fact that he was anywhere near the the 82 You're point like, game yeah, i was yeah. like the, the, the nba isn't real anymore <laughs> they, kobe had a much more all-around game it was yeah. harder yeah this is just bullshit they don't yeah. play defense now. they don't play any defense yeah it and was cherry pick he wasn't it was i saw no, every it was single an point game. it was an it amazing was insane it was honestly <laughs> incredible to see but that's the thing like the nba like relies on so much nostalgia now and i think like that's part of what they have to fight against like uh people's the way we consume shit that sitting down for an entire game is like oh i you have to enjoy the minutia of it like yeah. you have to enjoy every single possession and like yeah i love this shit like yeah that's why this is happening. And now you see the difference between someone who has an opinion just from watching highlights. And then when you watch a whole game, you're like, oh, fuck. Like last night, I watched Joel Embiid score 40 points. And then 
versus if I just watch the, uh, watch the highlights of it, I would lose all context of what happened. Yeah. 76ers were rolling. Doc Rivers decides to sit Joel Embiid. The Celtics come back. Joel Embiid comes in, is not getting back on defense, but he has to catch his second win. And as soon as he's back, there's no one who could stop him. And he stops flopping later in the game. But in your head, you're like, those are two wildly different takes from the same 40 point Yeah, game. if you're just watching that highlight video the next day, you're like, oh, Joel is sick. Like, this is yeah. amazing. I'm not to say that he isn't sick if you watch the entire game from beginning to, to end. Yeah, yeah. But you. You do miss out on... Little context clues. Yeah. The whole nostalgia thing and how that's really supporting the NBA right now, I feel like that it's, it's, it's the blessing and the curse of the NBA, right? Yeah. In the sense that we can appreciate... This is why we are suddenly way more glued to our screens because yeah. we're approaching the time where everything actually matters. Yes. So everything yes. before now you can sort of get away with being casual and understanding the base Yawn. level narratives. Yeah. Yeah. But now when it actually matters, we're suddenly a lot more intrigued, which kind of devalues that whole, the whole first part, or at least the first three quarters of yep. every single NBA season. And yep. the only way to keep watching it is because the overarching narratives, the legacies, the, um, the players that came before mm-hmm. the, the impact of a Durant trade, the, yeah. um, the 71 Donovan Mitchell performance, where yeah. it ranks, actually. The fact that the Brooklyn Nets suddenly were a super team. They had Harden. They had Durant. Mm-hmm. They had Irving. And suddenly that team does not exist anymore. And yeah. and the entire landscape of the NBA has completely changed. Like That only makes sense if you're, you understand where it fits in the history of the league. And that's why the intrigue matters. But that's yeah. the only... That's the only thing that motivates you to kind of keep paying attention. Trying to get a casual to understand any of that, it's hard. And that's what the NBA has been trying to do. And because you have so many games, like you devalue the games, especially at the beginning part. And it's almost like the season started when LeBron broke the record. Yeah. Like, or like after the trades have been made, like that's when the season starts. And and to go on a, a Nets tangent right now, let's. We're saying, but we can go on the tangent now, and we'll get to our matches. Like a good tangent, yeah. Man, the Nets. You know what? Like how I thought about it. Like imagine, remember, like when you think, like, oh, we're gonna have a big night. We're gonna go out, get fucked up. We're gonna have a good time. It's gonna quote unquote end well. Yep. You know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So that's what the Nets were. Like they planned for a big night. They got their pregame. They get their their drugs, their extracurricular activities. It's all planned out. They're swiping on apps. Like, yo, this is gonna be. Fucking it. This is our night. Let's do this. I don't know what you're talking about, but go on. And then they go out. And it's yeah. like, kind of blah. People don't go out. It's like, ah, oh, it's fucking cold right now. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what's happening. I'm not into it. And then one of them, James Harden, at about noon, is like, guys, I think I'm going to hit it. Like, my stomach isn't doing too well. Yeah. I think I'm going to head back home. Stomach's fine. Yeah. It's going home to order McDonald's, maybe masturbate. Like, that's yeah. his thing. And then another one was... Kyrie Irving's like, ah, oh, you know, this, this other girl, she like, she texts me. So like, maybe I'm leaving at one. Then all of a sudden you're a big night that was supposed to be like, yo, we're going until the sunrise. Yeah. Two of them left. And then there's one person left all by himself. Like you, you Kevin Durant is that loser in the club. Just what's he like, going to do? Yeah. What's he going to do? He's got to open up the roster. Open up the roster. Just fucking call it a day and go home. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that was the Nets. They all went out. And they were like one cohesive group. And then sometimes like one friend is closer to the other friend. So it's throwing the dynamic off. And then yeah. one person leaves and they fucked it. Yeah. It's just kind of sad. I mean, like it, I, I want to say sad, but I just feel 
it's a bit pathetic as a franchise. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not assaulting the players or anything. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm more, it's more, it's almost the same feeling I feel for the Clippers. Like you were saying before how, yeah, no one wants to see the Clippers win the no. NBA championship. And no, like, you hear that now? No one. Yeah. And it, it's, I think it is that multi city thing. Like, mm-hmm. when you think of New York, you think the Knicks. Like, you, yeah. when you think of LA, you think the Lakers. Like, no one fucking, are you a Clippers fan? Like, who's a Brooklyn's fan right now? And it they're just playing seems made the same up. stadium in LA and then in New York, they're very close. But like, dog, just move. Go somewhere yeah. else. Seattle needs a team. Go to Seattle. Yeah. Go, go to one of the flyover states. You know, they'll love you. Like, who cares? Is it? I, I, I heard a comedian say once that Seattle is where they make white people. That sounds true. Is that true? That sounds true. Like, I don't know. Like, they come from there in Texas. See, then again, it doesn't really make a difference. Because I was thinking from the perspective of, like, would would an African-American ball player want to live in Seattle? But, like, you don't give a shit. You're they traveling all over Portland. the country. Yeah. Like, apparently Seattle has, like, a really good, uh, not summer league, but, like, summer games. Yeah. Like, that's where... Uh, Murray and um, Pablo got into yeah. it because they were like Seattle and Jamal Crawford. I think I've heard about that. Like yeah, the guys there who does it. So like, yeah, people would live in Seattle. I think it's fine. I think Seattle would probably it would piss Portland off because they would win a championship first. Yeah, <laughs> like it would be new. They would have the Sonics colors. Yeah, and people would be like, mm, I think I want to go back there. Like, wait, Kevin Durant has like a five percent ownership stake. Let's go. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, we'll play for him. He knows Lana Rhodes. What else? <laughs> What other determinant would I need? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. This is my last enemy tangent yeah. before we get to. And no, I'm not laughing at this. But um, during the time where Carl Anthony Towns, I think he was dating like the, the girl who was like friends with one of the Jenners, right? And she knew this porn star. She was friends uh, of the Jenners. Yeah, she was friends with the Jenners, and then apparently Tristan Thompson made a move on her. Jordan Woods. Tristan Thompson made a move okay, on her. Okay, yeah, shock. And then, yeah, and then that, you're shocking. And yeah. then that, that blew up the friendship. But I say that to say this, and this is awful story. You should never hit anyone. But uh, so, Carl Anthony Towns dating Jordan Woods, and she introduced one of his teammates, Brian Forbes, to this porn star. Mm-hmm. And then... Apparently, he got into Brian Forbes got a domestic violence charge, got kicked off the team, I think, uh, because he hit this porn star. And the reason he got this happened is because her OnlyFans was taking off, and that's what made him upset. And she was making so much money from it. But she was a porn. She was a porn star. That's the like such a confusing thing. And this is the kind of thing that you listen to the casuals for. Yeah, because that's the kind of story I heard. And my brain goes, ah, oh, he probably is never going to play again. Good for him. Why the fuck would you There's do gotta that? There's got to be something else, right? But then I thought, and then it made me think, like, how many times during, like, an NBA player would be introduced to a porn star and handle it beautifully and just be like, oh, okay, like, she's either my girlfriend or not my girlfriend or we date for a while or not. But, like, how are you so confused about, like, what you want out of life that you would date a porn star and be mad at her for doing the thing that she does? She's not mad at you for playing basketball. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm, I, I wish I could come up with a, with, a, with a good analogy for this, but it is a ridiculous, ridiculous stance to take. Not that there's ever a good stance to hit on. No, no, right no, no, not a good no, stance. No, that's no. A, I felt like, okay, that's almost egregious. Yeah. What do you mean? Like having an own, going from porn star to OnlyFans star, you're de-escalating your life. Yeah. It, is it, I really, I, I think there's something else there. I think mm. she probably... 
maybe she made a move on one of his friends. I, I don't want to. I don't want to no, no, make any assumptions. This is what I'm saying. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves trade Carl Anthony Towns because this is if this is what he's doing here. Franchise. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Edwards would never do this. Yeah. <laughs> if Anthony Edwards introduced one of his friends to a porn star, he'd be like, "She's a porn star," and he'd be like, "What? Yeah, I know." He's like, "No, no, no. She's a porn star. You get it, right?" Yeah. So if you're cool with that, be cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Edwards, best person from the All-Star weekend. Anyway, let's get I into agree. our matchups I agree. now. I agree. <laughs> get to our matchups. Um, you're going to go first. And what we're going to do is we're going to rank and say what matchups we want to see in the NBA playoffs now that the season counts and the games yep. count. So, Demi, guest of the podcast, you have the floor. What's your number one matchup that you want to see? So I just like to provide a little bit of context about me. I'm obviously Greek, so which means I'm the number one Yanistan yeah. prime minister there, right? Um, I would like to see Buck Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know if that's possible via yeah. the actual standings. Um, wh- wherever that happens, yeah. it might be in the semis, might be in the finals. Yeah. I don't know if the math makes sense. Yeah. We could do some research before, yeah, yeah, yeah. but as the casuals... <laughs> As the name implies. You're not doing any research yet. The reason why I want that is because I honestly feel like the Celtics are the best team in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're so deep. Tatum and Brown are playing out of their mind. Every single position has um, a person on the bench that could easily make um, be in the starting five of most NBA teams. Mm-hmm. And I don't... The idea and the narrative that Giannis could beat them in a seven-game series... Yanis and the Bucks again would, I think, solidify, cement Yanis as a truly top 20 NBA player that's ever existed. And I just want to ride this Yanis train hey, as yo, high pause. as possible. No, 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 no I, pause. Will, I will not pause. <laughs> I will literally want to ride on Yanis's train as far as I can possibly go. I want to let this steam whistle chirp. Oh okay. All right. So, I'm not joking here. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Not with what you're saying with the steam whistle. But I agree that the Celtics are a very deep team. Like when Brogdon and White come off the bench, I'm like, shit. There's, I watched them play the 76ers last night. And the 76ers don't have the same kind of firepower. And that's with Tatum having a shit game. And the idea of Giannis having another shot at the Celtics, this time with Middleton fully healthy. They're going in, and then they can beat them. I kind of want... That's a great matchup yeah. to see. Because now you get the best of the best. Giannis is a good start. Like, the other NBA players might think he's corny, but he's, he is a good star to build around. Says his stale dad jokes, but it's fine. It's fine. And then yeah. Tatum, he's awesome. uh, best tape since Jalen Rose. Uh, Jalen Brown probably is going to leave the Celtics at this point, uh, at some point. But they are they are a good team, well coached. Ime is not fucking other people in the office right now, so like they are yeah. focused and playing Missoula ball. Missoula right ball, never calling timeouts. Yeah, <laughs> so that's what that guy does. Yeah, it would be a great finals, a great Eastern Conference finals or semis, like you said. Whenever it happens, would casuals give a fuck? Yes. Yeah, I think that. Just based series. off greatness. I think yeah. that series has a lot yeah. of star power. Yeah. And I think the repercussions of... I think whoever comes out of that matchup, whatever happens, will also dictate 
a lot of the future of the NBA for the mm. next season. True. So what so happens if the Celtics yeah. lose? Do they split up Brown and Tatum? Do they yep. do they try and make huge adjustments to the team? Um, that'd be very interesting. And then whoever comes out of that matchup suddenly becomes, I think, the favorite to win it all. Yeah. Really, the only contender that I can see in the West is, honestly, the, the Suns, maybe. And we haven't even seen Durant play. Great fucking segue, because now we're going to get to my pick, my number one pick, the second one on our casuals ranking. What I want to see, I want to see Suns Warriors. I want to see Kevin Durant versus the Golden State Warriors, wherever it could happen. Uh, the Suns theoretically could get up to as high as three, which means the Warriors would have to climb up to six. Or the Suns could get the two, which means they get the playing game team, which is likely to be the Warriors, right? Yep. Um, so a realistic I, matchup. I yeah. like that matchup because of what the firepower that Kevin Durant walks back into Golden State with. Uh, with Devin Booker, he's who's like a, a clay... Uh, a better version of Clay, I would say, and I love Clay Thompson, but Booker would be a better version. He's been carrying his own team. Um, would Chris Paul fuck it and be injured again and, <laughs> and fall apart? Is DeAndre Ayton going to turn around and hit layups? Um, it's such a great ma- matchup. And then you have a tried and tested championship team with a chance to knock out a prohibitive favorite, favorite a chance to knock out the guy who left the team to be like, it would be such an ultimate fuck you that I think if the Warriors won that series, they'd be like, you know what? We don't even have to win the finals now. Yeah. We did it. We stopped KD. And they would take solace in that. I think it goes back to what you were saying originally about the true underpinnings, the motivations, the legacy behind the NBA, right? So mm-hmm. let's play out the scenario. Suns win, yeah. right? In dominating fashion. Kinda sweep them. Sweep them. Get them really fuck out of here, like Steph. it cements the strength and firepower of that team. Durant's got he just silences yeah. every single Draymond hater. Retire, yeah, <laughs> just on it embarrasses Draymond, embarrasses Donkey, right? And then play the other scenario: Warriors win, Steph victorious over his teammate, his ex-teammate mm-hmm. Durant. What did the Suns do? Chris Paul was he thirty-seven now? Thirty. They would there. have to take Chris Paul out back and shoot him. Yeah, Chris Paul would be gone, and Aiton would be gone. If yeah. that were to ha- if they were to lose in the first round to the Warriors, the Suns would just be like, "Nah, we- Durant Booker, sure, but everyone else, no. We have to build a team. We have to do something them. else. Yeah, like try to get Mikel Bridges back. Yeah. <laughs> the funny part is that the Suns were trying so hard to like keep Bridges, but trade Aiton to the Nets, and every yeah. time the Nets were like. Nah. nah, we want that Bridges kid. Yeah, we and want, then he, we want he, didn't have, he had like a 40 point. He had a 42 point. He had a 40 game. point. Yeah. And there was a great clip of Bridges where they asked him, he's like, oh, who's your favorite? Kevin favorite? Durant. He's like, Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah. He laughed himself. Yeah. yeah. And he says, like, you know what? I'd make the trade too, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I'd nice. trade for him. Yeah. Yeah. He's so nasty. Yeah. That, man, that alone, if we could have that kind of match, think of like the idiocy of ESPN and Stephen A. Smith and. Skip and Shannon and everyone talking about it, just one matchup, and it would be it. Honestly, the Warriors just being in this position is kind of an indictment on their two-track plan of trying to keep the old guys and the young guys. And now the NBA has learned, oh shit, you cannot do that, no matter what. Like you accentuate some guys prime and ride that out, and then go down and rebuild that. Exactly. So now that's like the same way you say, like a matchup could determine it. I think. 
for the Warriors, it was like a, the season was a matchup versus themselves. And they're like, oh, we figured it out now. We should have traded those guys like last season to like, yeah. keep this window open as long as possible. So that's why that's my number one matchup. Uh, Demi, what's your next matchup that you want to see? Um, we're staying in the Western Conference. I And also sticking with the Suns, I want to see Mavs Suns. I don't know. I haven't done the research behind it, see if it's Hotel theoretically Kyrie. possible. Yeah. I want to see... Um, I, I want to see Stephen A. and 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 Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp and every ESPN bobblehead yeah. lose their minds over fake narratives and yeah. beef over the Kyrie legacy and Durant revenge game where they suddenly butt heads or one you person know, goes on the other. All it would take is for them to get into like a little a little like uh, back and forth on the court. It wouldn't even have to be a real beef. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like. Hey, you know you fucking flopped yeah. on that. And yeah. then he's like, yo, shut up. And like that's all it would yeah, take. Yeah, yeah. And ESPN would be like, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've saved the league. Yeah. The earth is round, bitch. <laughs> Swish. Game seven. And then or like um Booker turn into turn into Luca. Hey, you know he's leaving right after the season, right? Yeah. Like you know he's leaving. You saw him and LeBron at the all-star. He is leaving. He's out of here, yeah. He's out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, it would be such a great matchup and i think honestly Kyrie would fucking abuse chris paul and booker like they would not be able to defend him it would have to be like trap Kyrie, funnel him to ayton and then how good is Kyrie gonna be um, yeah how petty is Kyrie? would he say anything fucking weird or during the time yeah to not get suspended and that's what it would come down to and it's also a very interesting uh, run it back scenario where last season the mat like Luca took the Suns' hearts out yeah. right, and now we got a retooling of both rosters, yeah. and we get to see right. Okay, what's different now? Oh, suddenly we have. <laughs> let's add more firepower yeah. to this like charcoal burning. Like, like the Mavs went first, got Kyrie, and then Booker was like, "Nah, fuck that. If I have to see that meme one more time, yeah, have Luca looking at me." Go get Durant. Yeah. I need my big brother right now. To fuck these <laughs> I need guys KD. Up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the next one on the other side, because I wanted to talk uh, Philly and the city of Philly in general. So we're going back to the Eastern Conference. And Philly lost the Super Bowl, as you know, if you listen to this. Uh, well aware. We follow the football season very closely. But they have a chance at the NBA Finals. Who is in their way? The Boston Celtics. They just don't beat the Celtics. Philly almost... <laughs> this is what Philly wants. Philly, obviously, of the three teams, Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, um, whoever can get the number one seed means you're golden. You don't have to face that other team, right? So what Philly wants is to get the number one seed and get out of the way so the Celtics and Bucks can beat up each they other. They can beat the shit out of and each other. what yeah. Philly probably wants is for the Bucks to win so they can face the Bucks. Which seems like a ridiculous thing to say. The Bucks have three All-Stars, but that's who you want to face. But they just don't beat the Celtics. Tatum played like shit last night, but hit the game winner when it was his... And Embiid looked defeated. Imagine someone getting 40 and 20 and looked defeated walking off the court. Be like, that's the thing, we yeah. We just can't beat them, man. We, we, we just can't beat them. And that's the matchup I want to see because in the playoffs when it counts, what does Doc Rivers do? And l- let me ask you a question. Because I, I think about this in terms of NBA coaches, right? If you were coaching, mm-hmm. but like say I was a defensive guru and I knew how to stop someone 
would you call me and be like, hey, dude, like, I just don't fucking know. How do we slow this down? Like, what what do we do? Do you help me? Because when I see Doc Rivers making the same mistakes over during coaching, I was like, does he have friends? <laughs> does he call anyone and be like, hey, man, I don't know. Or does he have too much ego? He can't just be, because he knows they'll go on a podcast and say, yeah. yeah, I told him how to do that. Well, I mean, like, you'd have to think that every single NBA team has this giant supportive coaching staff, like, network underneath them right yeah There's, like the fact that we will like i'm not pretending to be a basketball defensive yeah. expert or anything but like i've played some organized basketball in my life like the fact that we can watch these games especially in the nba because different in europe but in the nba like they'll run they just will drop some they'll do the same coverage which will lead to the same exact outcome each time i uh, it is leaves your head scratching a bit i I'm not going to defend Doc Rivers here. I'm not sure, Dakari. I I think, I think if anything, both Embiid and Harden need to play perfect, perfect, perfect games in order for them to be competitive against mm. in that series. And end of the day, regardless of whatever defensive scheme Doc Rivers comes up with, that team is too. That Celtics team is too deep. They're they're not gonna. What do you think of sports karma, though? Like, you just lost. You had the pain of losing in the Super Bowl, and your city immediately has a team that could contend for the title. What, what about the, the sporting gods? It'd be like, oh, we'll give them one. You don't believe in that shit, do you? When did the sporting... What, give me a scenario. Give me an example of the sporting gods shining a bright light on a city like that before. Um, Was I, it, I don't it know. Raptors? I don't know if you know how the gods work but or how belief work. Oh, it's we, we invented them. Yeah, what, yeah, whatever happens, you just make it fit the narrative. So you right, can make yeah. it fit the narrative. <laughs> I guess, yeah, raised. yeah. God destroyed Katie's ankle in that Warrior series against the Raptors, right? Toronto people hate her. And Kawhi went up. He'd be like, wow, like, yeah. the, the Warriors needed two people. It was a like moose god. Those Canadian it was. demons, yeah. I see in the AI, like, you see the AI, it's like, oh, make a god for every country. For Canada, it was a fucking moose. It obviously. was a moose, yeah. Who's a lumberjack? All right. So that's why I want to see the Sixers. Yeah. All right. And now we're going to talk about our finals matchup. So just, I asked Timmy for a finals matchup. Timmy gave me four different matchups of things that he wanted to see. I didn't know. And some I of them were in the same conference. <laughs> I didn't know we were talking about finals matchups. All right. So just quickly, just quickly before we get to finals matchup, Kings Grizzlies, why do you want to see it? Um, young teams, feisty teams. I want to see John Morant um, against De'Aaron. Um, I, I'm a big. I've got. I've been holding De'Aaron uh, Fox stock for a long time now. Yeah. Um, I like to see the the person that, and the player that he's developing into. Sabonis. I like to see again him being elevated to a much mm. more like I don't know secure spot in the national. Yep. Um, what's the word for this? Um, um, I don't know. Media scape. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, so what the Grizzlies are second in the West right now, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Right. So the Grizzlies, uh, yeah. Grizzlies Kings would have to be a second round matchup, a second round matchup. I just think, um, it'll be a very entertaining series. Like yeah. I think it's a lot of high flying dunks, very interesting plays, a lot of fast, fast paced basketball, let me um, tell you what I And they talk see. a lot of shit. The they Grizzlies. talk a lot of shit. I would hope, Matt, it would be great for the Kings to take on the Grizzlies. I love that. Yeah. Because they were supposed to be the small market young team that comes up. 
And then here's this other small market young team that just like destroys you. Exactly. I would love to see that that narrative. And like, unless Jaw's going to shoot the Kings, like, what, what the fuck is he going to do about yeah. that? Dylan Brooks being sad and like, ugh. come on, Desmond um, Bain. Desmond Bain's. Oh, yeah, God, he's so got good. big biceps. Eh? See him walking around? I could take him. You think so? No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> what is he like? He's six, like six four. four. <laughs> <laughs> like 240 he's got bowling balls no, no. yeah <laughs> but i do have to say my one king's tangent uh even though they traded uh buddy and it's fucked them and then they didn't give him playing time but i do have to say what i would want the kings to do uh if you remember this when the university of kentucky i know because of ronaldo when they lost with the malik monk uh De'Aaron fox team and they were crying and they were crying with bam Bam is the only one missing. And I was as I was watching them beat the Clippers, I'm like, what if they trade Sabonis, maybe Keegan? Could they get Bam? Like the Heat, to me, I think the Heat are going to flame out, uh, no pun intended, in yeah. the Eastern Conference in the first round. I think they're gone in the first round. You're going to make so, them a better team? I think the Heat have to do something. Yeah. And then like they put Bam on the table, and then I think, like, okay, so you replace Bam's like production with Sabonis and you get a young player and maybe a first round pick from the Kings. Mm-hmm. And then for the Kings, they reunite the three Kentucky guys together who only care about winning in Sacramento. Bam goes from live doing Molly and cocaine on a weekly basis to just being in Sacramento, tipping cows and playing basketball, comes back shooting threes next year. That's what I think happens. If You know what? Sporting gods, please let that please happen. Let please happen. let Kentucky be reunited on that level. Do you think the Kings have a chance to win it all this year? No, but that's okay. I think I don't think they do, but I think that's fine. Because I think like what ultimately will happen is that they'd have a good showing, and then their inexperience will show through. And it, we see that every single time in the NBA, and it literally happens every year. People will be playing great. You're like, why the fuck are they like the Celtics last year? How did they lose to the Warriors when you look back at it? Yeah, but it's just that the moment gets really big, and people, you know, they flame sphincters out. tighten. Sphincters do tighten. Not Yanis, though. Not Yanis. Not Yanis. Good, good job, because I was about to he's not here for a joke, and I didn't yeah. do it. All right, so uh, your first, your actual finals matchup that you want to see. Bucks versus Suns. A rematch. Yeah. Yanis stamps out the KD-Booker duo right when it's about to start. Listen to me. If that were to happen, I think Yanis should own Phoenix. I think yeah. he should own the the yeah. The I want I want a Lebronto scenario for Giannis, where Giannis yeah. just own, what's can we do a I don't know I I get the Phoenix I de- <laughs> Christ Yanux <laughs> but like if that if that would have happened like imagine getting a top ten player of all time and losing to the same team and you know why it would happen now because Jay Crowder would hit the game winning shot yeah. And Drew just doesn't let KD touch the ball, even though, I mean, obviously, yeah. he would. He, 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 he would, because he's tall. Yeah. So they just, <laughs> they just throw it up That's high. how height works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Drew somehow would jump up and steal yeah, yeah. the ball, do the shit he did in Boston where, oh man, like, that's the thing. Like, the NBA playoffs has moments like that where Drew Holiday basically won a game, but to casuals, I feel like it's forgotten. Yeah. That Drew Holiday would hit... Like, make a steal, hit Throw a game-tying shot, yeah. do it again, and then 
defensive stop to win the game, but that's forgotten because they lost the series. You but, can't really put that on a highlight reel, right? Yeah. All right. So now this is the finals matchup because this is what matches we want to see would get casuals engaged. And I'm going to do it right now. The, I, this, is, this, is, this is fantasy. This is fantasy. Celtics versus Lakers. You get LeBron back in the finals, going for five. We get Lakers-Celtics again. Celtics finally show up for this finals. Um, AD and LeBron are a redemption story. They run through the West. But I, I'll be honest with you. There's only one way this happens. It's good that this is a small podcast and not a big podcast. The only way this happens is if one of the key guys in a series gets injured. Yeah. And then the Lakers get like one easy series and they get through. And then the second one, LeBron goes into a time machine. And AD has to say, AD can't fall down and have his vagina yeah. hurt. Goes to Germany. Goes to Germany, gets, gets those knees fixed. Yeah. And then it's like, fuck you, Charles yeah. Barkley. Look at me now. Yeah. Talk that bubble shit now. Yeah. And like all the trades work. D'Angelo Russell works. And the Lakers are in the finals. It would... People's brain would melt. We would... It would cost us money. I almost don't want this to happen. Because this is how it would cost us money. We would have to be out every night that there's a game to watch the game. Because everyone would be locked in at this. Lakers versus Celtics. Western... Uh, sorry, uh, NBA Finals. Because it would have to go from LeBron going from like a six or a seven seed to the finals. Yeah. And that that's would, the only path. That would be the greatest thing. He, like right now, if that plays out, that would be the greatest thing he's done in his career. Yeah. For him, would. For him to, to make the uh, playing game based on the abysmal record they currently have, have win whatever matchup they have in the playing game. Run through three teams, three, three teams. top Western Conference that would be teams. Clearly better. Like, yeah. <laughs> so the scenario would have to be like, um, they would play the Grizzlies or the Kings, beat that team, fine, and then like maybe in the second round again it would be Grizzlies or Kings would have home court, or maybe the Clippers, and then they oh fuck if they played the Clippers in yeah. the second round, take Kawhi's heart out. Not, I don't know. I'm not sure he really cares. Would, see, that would be the series where the knee would, the injury would happen. <laughs> yeah. Would that would be the one. Yeah. But then the Lakers sometimes play so poorly. I think the Clippers probably still have a chance. Yeah, yeah. And then they would have to play the Nuggets or the Suns. <laughs> it's an awful scenario. I don't know that this could happen. Yeah. Have we mentioned the Nuggets once? We we did, yeah. Oh, we did? Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. No, we didn't. We skipped over that. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was your championship matchup. Then. Yeah, yeah. So we, we, can, we can end with that. So yeah. Nug- Nuggets-Celtics. That's a dimmy matchup. Nuggets-Celtics. You want to see Ice Cream Man in the finals. I want to see Big Yoke. Yeah. yeah. I want to see... I just want to see Big Yoke uh, do well. I think he's another lovable guy like Giannis. Um, I like his game. And I just want to see... Uh, I want to see him dominate in a... I want him to dispel the narratives from last year where they called him, where Charles was like calling him a, a, a flame out. I don't know if he actually said that shit, but I just feel like the entire, everyone was like, well, he didn't show up in the finals. And Draymond Green was talking his shit. And I was like, God damn, man, that, like, he doesn't deserve this shit. But now his team is fully healthy. He's a one seed. You're going to win your first round matchup, no matter who it is, unless it's, you know, the crazy scenario that we just yeah. detailed. Um, Jokic, or the Nuggets in the finals would be, I think a good finals basketball wise, you have multiple reasons why this would work. They play a good style of basketball. Jokic passing 
is aesthetically pleasing, his scoring, you look at it and be like, how can no one stop it? And the national audience would get to see that. You have a great white hype playing. The, he's the tallest person on the court mm-hmm. every single time. Great um, white hype. I like that you said that. Yeah. Yeah. And then whoever they play, like say they would play the Celtics, it would go like all East Coasters would be like big Celtics people versus like Jokic. The only thing is, if that were to happen, does that engage the casuals? I think that engages basketball fans, the nug- the Denver Nuggets in the finals. You don't think Jokic is a big enough star now? No. No, I know he's not. He's not flashy. Yeah, go on. Yeah, he's, he's not. And he got picked like fucking almost last in the All-Star game. Yeah, yeah. So like, You're absolutely yes, right. Yeah. you can win games. You can be like fundamentally sound, but fuck. I mean, Tim Duncan and the Spurs won, and they weren't flashy. Yeah, yeah. And they won five championships. It's very reminiscent of, of the Duncan. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think like in my uh, limited non-casual thing, which is essentially the last three days, like I watched Jamal Murray. It's like, oh, you don't look the same. Like the Jamal Murray I remember would take games over, and then that team would be unstoppable. If this was pre-injury Jamal Murray, I'd be like, fuck, let's go. Yeah. I still think some of the best and most like like most incredible basketball i've ever seen was that nuggets utah yeah matchup a few years ago where murray and mitchell were just yeah going at each other i mean they held mitchell under 71 so they did a good job yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. so okay so i think that's it that's our breakdown my insane lakers uh celtics pick and just so you know, I think the Lakers are like something like thirty-one to one to win the NBA Finals. So you can make a lot of money if you put that bet in. Just saying. Put, um, uh, and right now, the Lakers are oh, they're only down fourteen to the Mavericks. That was after being down like twenty-two. So you know, small comeback, small miracles. Um, so let's end the podcast. Just I think on uh, some of the trades that we saw that were crazy. I think Nal and I spoke about uh, some of this, but. We didn't, Westbrook was not traded, but he finally signed to the Clippers. And give me just your Westbrook thoughts. We're not even going to do the trade thing, just Westbrook. Because he's, you know, one of the greatest point guards of all time, but doesn't get talked about this way. Fuck, Luka just hit a three. (laughs) No more Lakers in the finals. No, it's done. Luka's the guy to do it. I I think Westbrook, um, I haven't seen how he's played. I understand he had a good game yesterday against, uh, against the Kings. Yeah. Um, but at the end again, it was the high scoring, second high scoring game in NBA history. So yeah. I'm not going to take that. It's going to be his averages for the season. <laughs> but with Westbrook, um, I'm happy to see him in a different team outside of LA. A lot, well, to say the, the Lakers, he's still in LA with the Clippers. I think he does make sense for that team. And I think he's been living with the scrutiny and sort of the pressure that that LA. NBA media fan base has been applying to him underneath mm-hmm. sort of LeBron's shadow on uh, that. I think he can, can come off the bench here and be an effective player yeah. because the one thing that Westbrook does play and the style that he does play is it's all, it's almost a, a, a descriptive, like he's playing Westbrookish, yeah. right? He's, he's attacking the basket. Mm-hmm. He's um, holding possession. He's mm-hmm. disruptive. Like, mm-hmm. When Westbrook's at his best, he can change the momentum of a basketball game. Mm-hmm. I think him coming off the bench and playing that one cell, which he knows how to play very well, I think will increase the the effectiveness of the Clippers. I think he actually makes the Clippers a better team, but only if he doesn't let his ego come in the way, which is notoriously 
his downfall and historically has been. But he's used to it now at the Lakers, so. Tyloo is starting him. He's not coming off. Tyloo starting him? Yeah. God so damn it, Terrence Ty. Man, <laughs> Terrence Man. God damn it, Ty. I like cut down significantly. I God think, damn it. Uh, for me, the, the Westbrook thing is, it's not only just even LA fans, like the national media were, was almost resentful that he was getting all those triple doubles and they thought he was like stat hunting the entire time. Not the entire time, but after he got his uh, his MVP, like the I think the narrative on Westbrook started to get negative because people didn't like how he was playing. And that's the, that's the thing that's kind of crazy because they would be like, all right, he's getting the stats and the team's winning, but they're not winning enough. Like they were only a six seed or mm-hmm, a five mm-hmm. seed those Thunder teams, and that ultimately led to Thunder to say, like, all right, where are we going with this guy? Which is fair, but then it became, like, an anti-Westbrook narrative. Then he's in Houston playing center, and then he's in in uh, Washington. They get to the playoffs, and then the Lakers fuck this. Because the reason Westbrook gets so much shit, even more shit now, and the whole Westbrook shit, is Lakers gave up way too much to get this guy. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the Clippers did it for nothing. Yeah. So, like, say his ego gets in the way and Tyloo is like, oh, we try to make a finals run. You can stay home, dog. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the difference. And I think, like, like that's the difference in why he is so much freer. Because, like, Kawhi is not going to say anything passive-aggressive. Kawhi doesn't know how to be passive-aggressive. Yeah. He'd just be like, yo, fucking pass the ball. Like, yeah. that's Kawhi's whole thing. Whereas LeBron yeah. is going to go make some cryptic social media posts do an interview calling his teammates trash. Yeah. Like, it's a completely different... And Westbrook even... It, he looks freer. And the shit that he would do in LA, he wasn't doing... That, in that Kings game, there were times where Westbrook could have, like, jacked up a three and he's like, no, 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 reset, get back into the offense. And I was watching that thinking, you didn't do this for the Lakers and LeBron yeah. for the for AD. It's playing without expectations now. Yeah. Which lets him be a little bit more free. Because right now, there's that little... Think of this, like you're, you're on a basketball game. Like, let's see your girl's watching you or something. Yeah. There's, some, there's a voice in your head yeah, that's saying, yeah. jack up that three, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, it's going to look this. so cool. You got this. And then amplify that by 10,000-fold by every NBA fan in yeah. the world, every every media bobblehead going, this guy, he's not good enough. He's not good enough. He's destroying the team. That's why the Lakers have this yeah. record. And he's like, well, watch this, motherfuckers. Break. Break. But I'm an NBA player. I, I, I won the MVP. I won the MVP. I can do the Ta- tangent though. Since you've been to Toronto, have you made hoes come watch you play basketball? Yeah. No. You but, have not unlocked this yet. Please do this. Please. Yeah, I can't like, believe you. I haven't played in an auditorium, right, with seats where someone or anything. Can sit down and watch. Yeah, like, I, I tell you what though, I did play with a, a, a female basketball player. She was on. She was a great player, and yeah. Um, yeah, I started getting fancy immediately. Yeah. Unnecessary dribbles. <laughs> you know, step backs that had no place being taken you know and she's she, you know she's she's on my team you know I could, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she scores the bucket i'm like let's go start doing jordan pool shit yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah step back step back like that's a travel yeah, that's a carry on yeah, travel yeah. what are you doing <laughs> no referee so yeah that explains westbrook oh the hose is watching yeah ah, okay. yeah okay okay yeah that should also be like basketball reference has like all these stats they need a hose is watching like stat tracker because there's only, a, like, and I think that really shows the best players in the league who can play well when the hole is watching. Yeah. It's, 
it's a very. <laughs> do you think? Do you think Jordan Poole plays? But Jordan Poole plays better. Jordan Poole's play, he plays better. better like Jordan Poole is the kind of person who would do well in an All Star game, whereas De'Aaron Fox might not because like yeah. the hose watching aspect I think is like kind of <laughs> different. Like that's that's why the All Star is like forget the finals. The All Star is like ultimate hose is watching because yeah. hose fly in for that. Yeah, like, that's very important. <laughs> As Olivia walks <laughs> See, you podcast differently when Ho's watching. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start using words like frivolous. <laughs> Perpetuity. <laughs> this is so true. Anyway, you know what? This has been the Casuals Podcast. I think that's good. Now... We are. We might even have to change the name from the casuals to something like a lot more serious because that's what we are now. We watch basketball. Yeah, yeah. It's a real thing. Currently casuals. Currently casuals. Currently no longer casuals. No longer casuals. Yeah. We have NBA League Pass paid for that shit. Yeah. It's good to see you stepping up. If if anyone knows how to get the VPN to work with League Pass, please let me know. Email Dakari. Email me. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>